Welcome to our podcast, All Things Baptist. We desire to bring awareness to what we believe as Baptist, to engage the listener to understand different views of Baptist theology, and to help the listener know more about all things Baptist. This may be talking with pastors, leaders, missionaries, or just introducing some great Baptist of the past. We hope that it is a blessing and help to you. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Welcome to All Things Baptist. The doc is in the house. He's actually in your house, but he's traveling Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains, enjoying traveling a little bit, a couple conferences. Just a reminder, if you're wanting to take a class, look up independentbaptistseminary.org and grab a class. You can audit the classes, and that's a little bit cheaper, or you can take it for a degree. We're building graduate programs, independentbaptistseminary.org. Been looking forward to doing different types of all things Baptist podcasts. So today, we're going to introduce you to some Baptist hymn writers, encourage you in this realm of hymn writing, and maybe you have a hymn inside you, and you can write it, because we need good Baptist hymn writers. So we're going to go a couple hundred years back and look at a couple of hymn writers of the past. Our first hymn writer is John Fawcett. I'm going to play you a little portion of a song that he's well known for. So here's a song that he's very well known for. We'll tune into it, let you listen to a little bit of it. So if you didn't catch it, that was Bless Be, The Tie That Binds. We're going to have it play in the background just a little bit. And hopefully we'll be able to introduce you to John Fawcett. John Fawcett uh, is a famous Baptist musician. He was the author of this song, Bless Be, The Tie That Binds. He was born January 17, 1740. Uh, in Yorkshire, which, if you're not sure, that's in England. He lost his father when he was only 11 years old. At the age of 16, he was converted after listening to a sermon by George Whitfield based on John 3:14. If you're not familiar with that passage, that says, as Moses was lifted up, uh, as the or as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. And so 
he listened to that, and after hearing that sermon, John Fawcett is reported to have said afterwards, as long as life remains, I shall remember both the text and the sermon. And so after um, listening to that, getting saved, and after serious contemplation and meditation, he decided to take up preaching. Uh, He attended church services at the Church of England, but not long after that, he joined the newly organized Baptist Church in Bradford, and he pastored a, a number of places, and then he was invited to succeed, if you're not familiar with some of London's history, the Metropolitan Tabernacle was pastored by a man named Dr. John Gill. And after his passing, this John Fawcett was asked to come and pastor. On the day of his departure from Yorkshire, he preached his farewell sermon. He and his family loaded their belongings and some wagons. And after his impending departure, it broke uh, his heart and some of the members' hearts, and they prayed earnestly that he would change his mind. And as he was um, contemplating this, he and his wife were touched by the events of that day, and they decided to remain in Yorkshire. And to commemorate this event, John Fawcett composed this well-known hymn, Blessed Be the Tie That Binds. It is an amazing hymn. And I, I think that um, it's just one of those hymns that helps us to understand the tie that binds us as Christians. Some of the words of the song, Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love. The fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above. Towards the end, it says, For when for a while we part, this thought will soothe our pain, that we shall still be joined in heart and hope to meet again. So that was hymn writer John Fawcett. Our next Baptist hymn writer is B.B. McKinney. B.B. McKinney stands for Bayless Benjamin McKinney. And I'm going to play you probably his most famous hymn. I'll just do a portion of it and we'll come back, talk a little bit about his life and read some of the lyrics of this song.
All right, so that was Wherever He Leads, I'll Go. So this was probably one of the most famous songs that he wrote. He wrote, B.B. McKinney wrote 149 hymns. And so he wrote this one, and it was at a convention that he was at, I believe a Southern Baptist convention. He was born in Heflin, Louisiana, and uh, Louisiana, and he was native to this area. And so in January of 1936, he was traveling to this Sunday school convention. And at the convention, he met some other authors. And there was a missionary named Mr. Jones. He had been a missionary to Brazil. And as the two men, this B.B. McKinney and Mr. Jones, as they were visiting, catching up over dinner, he revealed that his doctors would not allow him to return to South America. This is the Mr. Jones due to his recent ill health. And after a, a lifetime of serving God in Brazil, imagine how foreign a concept this must have been to the missionary. And so McKinney asked, well, what are you going to do? And the missionary said, I don't know, but wherever he leads, I'll go. B.B. McKinney was unable to get his friend's words out of his mind. And before the convention session that evening, um, he had expanded his friend's words to write both the lyrics and the melody to the hymn, Wherever He Leads, I'll Go. And so he shared um, this conversation with the congregation. He premiered this new hymn as he began to sing, Take Up the Cross and Follow Me, I Heard My Master Say. It's amazing when you look at some of these men uh, of the past and you see what God led them to do as far as writing some of these songs. It's just an amazing thing. If you didn't notice the words uh, that were being sung, the words are, take up thy cross and follow me. I heard my master say, I gave my life to ransom thee. Surrender your all today. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. It's an amazing, amazing song. We'll finish with some more of the words. My heart, my life, my all I bring to Christ who loves me so. He is my master, Lord, and King. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Our last Baptist hymn writer is Robert Lowry. He was a preacher and a hymn writer. The name Reverend Robert Lowry is a familiar one in almost every home where gospel songs are sung. You'll see why. I'm going to play a few of them. The one that he's most famous for is probably Shall We Gather at the River. And so I'm going to play a portion of that one, and then we'll come back, talk a little bit about that song, and then highlight a few more that Robert Lowry wrote and we're probably very familiar with.
So let's talk about that one, shall we gather at the river. First, let me give you a little bit about his background. He was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, March 12th, 1826. His fondness for music was exhibited right away. As a child, he amused himself with all kinds of musical instruments that came into his hands. And then at the age of 17, he joined the First Baptist Church of Philadelphia, uh, became an active worker in Sunday school. Um, He also helped with their uh, choir. And at the age of 22, he gave himself to the work of the ministry. And he went and studied in Pennsylvania. And at the age of 28, he graduated with high honors. And then he entered into the work of the ministry. He served in a number of places in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and New York City, and Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. He also was a professor at a university. Uh, He was a a man of rare administrative ability, an excellent preacher, a thorough Bible student. He always um, was interesting to listen to those that wrote about him. His great joy, his life work, um, was that of preaching the gospel and also music. He loved doing music. And so one of his uh, favorite songs was this of Shall We Gather at the River. Uh, River. It was one of his most popular uh, songs of this. Mr. Lowry said this, it is brass band music. Uh, it has a march movement. Now, the one we were listening to didn't have that march uh, step to it. But he tells how on several occasions he had been deeply moved by the singing of that hymn going from Harrisburg to Lewisburg. Once he said, I got into a car filled with uh, half-drunken lumbermen. Suddenly one of them struck up, shall we gather at the river? And they sang it over and over again, repeating the chorus in a wild, boisterous way. I did not think so much of the music then as I listened to those singers, but I did think that perhaps the spirit of the hymn, the words so flippantly uttered, might somehow survive and be carried forward into the life of those careless men and ultimately lift them upward to the realization of the hope expressed in my hymn. And so this Shall We Gather at the River is one of his most famous. I'm going to play a couple other ones that I think you'll recognize. Here's another one of his famous, famous hymns. What a wonderful song, isn't it? Christ arose. And here's a, another song that I think many of us know, and uh, this is his song also. Now in the with my Savior, I will go, where the of the 
wonderful song there. And then one last one that I think is a great song that I think you'll just you'll just love uh, hearing and thinking about. And that is, How Can I Keep From Singing? So here is Robert Lowry. Robert Lowry is one of our great Baptist hymn writers of the past. He died in his residence in Plainfield, New Jersey, November 25th, 1899, just just before that 1900 year. Yet he lives. His sermons and gospel songs are still heard and are doing great. He was a great and good man, strong Baptist. And maybe it'd encourage us as we have listened to a couple of these Baptist hymn writers of the past to put some of our thoughts down in hymns for the future, for people in the future to lift up their voices in praise to our Savior. Thanks for listening to All Things Baptist. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.